Hello, good morning. Welcome to Hour of Destiny Daily Devotional and Spiritual Breakfast with Reverend Mike Eniola. Welcome to Tuesday, the 25th day of April 2023. Open your mouth this morning and be saying Amen as I pray for you and bless you. Today, I want to pray that among the people that will receive good news today, your name shall not be missing. The Lord God Almighty will cause you to rejoice. You will hear good news today in Jesus' name. I want to pray for somebody today that the news that will gladden your heart is coming for you today and is coming for your family. In the name of Jesus, I position you today for good news and for lifting, for breakthrough and for success in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody is hearing me this Tuesday morning. The Lord is going to cause a major breakthrough to happen to you today. There is somebody hearing me, the Lord says, I should tell you. He said, there is this thing you've been waiting for for a long time. He said, even at times, even as a person, you have forgotten about it. But the Lord is asking me to tell you that before the end of today, it will happen and you'll remember it. In Jesus' name, I am praying for everyone today that the Lord will save you and deliver you from pains and from all kind of agonies and attacks of the enemy today. The weapon of the enemy shall not prosper against you, no matter where the, the enemy may want to fire the arrows or the shot from, it will not locate you, neither will it get to you or your family. In Jesus' name, I want to pray for supernatural and define provisions today. The Lord will provide for your needs. The Lord will send you help from above. In Jesus' name, you are blessed and you are lifted. Somebody shout amen. I believe as I receive. Hallelujah. Praise God. Today is Tuesday, beloved, and we are still continue our Bible reading from the book of Acts of the Apostles. We are reading chapter 21 and chapter 22 today. Yesterday, we read chapters 19 and 20. Today being Tuesday, we are reading chapters 21 and chapter 22. The Lord bless you as you read them meditatively in Jesus' name. Let me take about two or three testimonies this morning from numerous testimonies that are here and begging for attention. The first one says, Testimony, Testimony. My name is Soso Person and I reside in Enugu State. With a grateful heart, I want to say thank you to God Almighty. After hearing your message and instructions on first fruit, I decided that I must pay my first fruit come 2023. After taking that decision, I started receiving financial blessings even before paying my first fruit. What I received after paying my January salary as my first fruit has surpassed what I paid three times. As it keeps dropping, I kept on sending my tithe on each of them. Please, people of God, pay your first fruit. It pays more than you can imagine. Not only cash-wise, but all round blessings shall you receive. Thank you, God's general, for accepting God's call in your life. You shall continue to grow from strength to strength, increase to increase in Jesus' name. Amen. That's a good one there. Another one. Good evening, Daddy Eniola. I'm glad to testify to the glory of God for what the Lord has done in my life. For a long time, I've been oppressed by the devil. Whenever I sleep in the afternoon, 
I will be molested sexually by a demon. I have prayed for deliverance, but it will stop and we come back again. But sometime around February this year, you prayed for those who were oppressed by Satan. And I said, Amen, I received. Daddy, after two days, I was laying on my bed, though not in deep sleep, when I suddenly felt something like a frog jumped out from my body. And I quickly opened my eyes to see what was that, but I, didn't, I couldn't see anything physically. And since then, I have not experienced that evil again. I really appreciate God for this great deliverance. May the Lord's name be glorified, and may God continue to use you to bring deliverance to this generation. Thank you, sir, for allowing God to use you. Heaven at last. Amen. Daughter, your deliverance is permanent in Jesus' name. Another one is a testimony, sir. Please, sir, I don't know where to send this testimony through, but I have come this way to share my testimony of what God Almighty has done for me through your daily prayers. I was listening to your prayer which says, there's someone that is there in me that a visitor will come to your house and that there will be a miracle. And I said, Amen, it's me. That my overseer came to see, my overseer came to see me yesterday and in that week, I received a lot of 137,000 naira. And before that, I told God to pay that to pay the debt I hold, and truly God has paid it for me. Daddy, I am blessed through your prayers. Though I don't know you, but God used you for me and more other testimonies. Thank God and thank you so much. May God Almighty preserve you and continue to use you in Jesus' name. I am a sister from Kogi State. Praise the Lord. We appreciate God for the wonderful testimonies and for what the Lord is doing. Now, let's go to hear the word. We are still discussing on the subject of creating a mess. How we should not create that mess. It's like a revisitation. I mean, a revisit to the earlier message on that subject, which we already have it in a book. And several people have been sending. A sister said, thank you, sir, for revisiting this subject. She said, that book, Don't Create That Mess, is a powerful one. And that everyone she gave the book to returned back to say, thank you for this book. May God bless you. You also, you can, you can call our contact in, all, in any city where you are. Somebody will direct you to somebody who is in charge of selling the book. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Now, on that subject, I, I anticipated it. I emphasize that there will be questions, there will be reactions, there will be you no know, all kind of things, and they have started coming. I know it that they will come, and they have started coming. Now, somebody said, when you said that if we create the mess that God will not clean it, where is the place of mercy? Where is the place of forgiveness? Where is the place? He said, does that mean that Psalm 23 verse 6 is no longer effective? Another person said, good morning, man of God. I appreciate all these teachings. He said, but my question is, as believers, should there be anything impossible for God to do? Why can't two believers marry each other, though both AS, trusting in the Lord to change the syndrome to AA or whatever for them, so that they can pray over it and marry each other? Why this syndrome now? Because of this, many cannot marry who they have loved to marry. Many too are still single and matured age at you know matured age, now searching for matchmates 
and not necessarily the love again because of the syndrome affecting them. What is the fate of young Christian children now? Will this syndrome not cause many of them not to have husband or wife? Or cause them or cause delay for them in settling down on you know on time in life? What do you suggest a believer should do on time to avoid frustration? Please, sir, I need answer to these questions. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are several of them like that. The place of mercy is there. The place of forgiveness is there. The place of God's overruling power is still there. But what we are saying is that when you stubbornly, deliberately, intentionally create a mess for yourself, for instance, somebody will know. I went to pre- we, we, we went to a city to preach, and among the people that came to see me for counseling, a woman came. She said within herself she knew that she ought not to marry the man she married, but because she felt that she was hedging, so she put her head, and the marriage didn't last up to a year. She, by the time she came to see me, she was in deep sorrow. That is creating a mess. I advise that it is better not to marry than to marry in the wrong way. So what we are talking basically is that when we talk about don't create a mess, like the issue of AS married AS, if you don't know it, it's a different ball game. But you know it and you put your head, it is another thing. It is like you seeing a truck, a moving truck coming and you jump on the road and say, God will save you. He's not going to save you because you deliberately and stubbornly jump on the road. Now, when, when I talk about don't create that mess, I'm still visiting that book, don't create that mess, on page, page 26. Page 26, the last paragraph on that page, I put it and said, I want you to know that persistence in wrongdoing portends serious danger. It is not that God will not forgive or refuse to show mercy. It is just that there are consequences for every wrong choice we make in life. For example, a child that will not stop playing with fire, despite repeated, repeated warnings, will soon suffer bonds. He can't blame his parents for his bonds. Now, and, I, and he said, if you choose to engage in creating a mess deliberately, intentionally, and stubbornly, you will also have to prepare for the consequences. Despising the voice and counsel of God against an action is creating a mess. You, is, you have yourself to blame when you know the consequence of an intended action, but you still go ahead to carry it out. That is what I put down in the book. So it, it, it's not that God will not have mercy. It's not that God cannot overrule, but put it down, underline it intentionally. You know that this thing, somebody who knows that smoking is bad, but you keep on smoking. You know that fornication is not good. It will take, apart from taking virtues out of your life, it will it can bring sickness, sickness, incurable disease into your system, and you continue engaging in it. You keep on living a life of you no know, cheat. You are defrauding people. You are, you know, you are making other people to cry while you think that you are happy. You are creating a mess for yourself. I am saying it categorically. God told me. I am not talking about any other person. He told me. He said there are messes that my children are creating that I will expecting me to clean. I will not clean because they deliberately do it. I still repeat. 
when you know that you are not so you are not compatible with somebody especially in the area of marriage or in the area of business or in the area of other things you know that you shouldn't go ahead with this thing and you put your head where god is a god of mercy I had a lady say, well, I will marry him. Even if he's not a Christian, I will change him along the way. You are not the Holy Ghost. You know intentionally and you marry. I want to say to everybody listening to me that when we got married many years ago, by the grace of God, we did not do no genotype, no hepatitis, no HIV. We didn't do anything because I had God clearly say, Mike, Becky is your wife to be. And God told her to that Mike is the man I've ordained for you to marry. So we just went in like that. Until today, we are grateful to God. But you and I know you will bear me witness as you hear me this morning. The same is not like for the same is not concerning our young ones today. Many of them, before the pastor or the church will even know about their relationship, they have gone deep far they have gone far in the relationship the next thing is that we are in love we are about getting married at that point what can you do but in those days when people in those days where people listen to the voice of reason in those days where believers pray and they hear god you will hardly hear this thing happening that is why today you hear a lot of divorce because you don't really follow the steps that god says you should follow so that is what i am saying don't create a mess the last paragraph on the book in page 27 says the truth about creating the mess is that everyone knows when he's about to do something wrong. When you are about to embark on doing the wrong thing, you know whether or not it is right. The voice of your conscience will warn you against it. So if you have received a warning that you should not do it and you do it, you are creating the mess. And this is how God will be looking at you. That I told you, I gave you all the signs, but you ignore them. I pray for you in the name of the Lord that the mercy of God will overrule every human judgment or error over your life. Tomorrow, I will continue on this. Don't create that mess for your life. And if you have created it, start pleading for mercy and God will help you out. May the Lord bless you today. May the Lord increase you and prosper you on every side. Remember to read your Bible today. Act of the Apostles, chapter 21 and chapter 22. God bless you. Have a great day. Amen.